0: This is something that's definitely like, I feel like is close to home because I can definitely say that these are things that affect so many people. I know these are things that affect me myself as an individual. So it's a very good idea to talk about these because especially coming from like African backgrounds, people in our communities, in our societies really speak up about things like this.
1: Okay, guys, um, welcome to my podcast uh, this is uh christmas greater generation so today we shall be discussing about depression and i have martha Morungi and christine retabile so i'm glad to have you people um, i'm Crispus. And I, I met Martha I think in senior two. I, I was expelled from my first high school. So <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that, that, that's when I met Martha in some local high nice School. Okay. Wow. Then we were friends ever since and yeah. And then I've been with Tabby since um my level Yeah. Yes. And we've mm-hmm. been really good friends, so and I invited Abby because she's doing psychology. She she really has um, a lot of information about depression and anxiety. Oh my God, that's and interesting. Then, and Thank then I invited Martha because she's been through a lot. Of- oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> I can I, I don't know if I should wow. say that, but like, oh, wait. at least I know your life very closely. So I was like, why well, wouldn't I invite Martha, then Tabby, then? <laughs> so feel free to introduce yourselves, Martha.
2: Okay, Owen, well, thanks for having me. Hi, everyone. I'm called Martha Marungi. I'm Ganda, stuck in Kenya. So yeah, that adds onto my mental health issues, <laughs> but um, yeah, I hope that this podcast will be. Um, advantage to everyone that will listen and uh yeah we'll see what everyone has cooked up for us
0: <laughs> wow. okay um hi everybody i am Muchiri, aka tabi <laughs> but yeah um i am south african stroke ugandan um basically i feel like i am doing this and i am participating in this because definitely i want to create awareness as well on the topic because coming from the societies we come from african societies it's a bit hard and these are topics that people don't really talk about so i'm very honored that i was called onto this podcast and i just hope yeah i can shed some light and share my views and that will be appreciated
1: Wow, thank you, you guys. Yeah, and thank so you. this is this is like my first episode. So um okay. We are going to have like goals for the podcast. Like okay. what what do you think what, what do you want to what do you want to achieve like throughout the discussion? What do you want to put across? What's like your goal for this discussion? Me, I think my goal is um, since it's my first podcast, I want um, a lot of information to be put across. I want so many people to realize that depression is actually something big and it can cost us. And I want everyone out there to really be their neighbor's keeper. So, yeah. So, Mata, what's your goal for the discussion? Any goals? Oh, I
2: just feels heavy. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, my goal for this discussion is that I want everyone to know that you can create your own platform as a safety net for uh, for you to learn or to be open enough to express yourself. Because, like Christine said, you uh, don't really like people don't really acknowledge depression, and that's true in our society. And uh, yeah, for me as well, I want to know more and to learn to understand who I am as a person, uh, notice and acknowledge the things that I go through and learn to tell the difference between being depressed and being moody and being not moody and having my feelings all over the place so yeah that's my goal today
0: that's great um so for me honestly my goals for today is definitely to create awareness like i said before and to let people know that there's always a safe space to talk about certain things especially this topic because it's so sensitive Um, definitely I want to learn because I am an empty vessel and I want to learn something new definitely and learn from you guys as well and for it to be relatable because there's so many young people there's so many people out there in our societies in our communities in this world for instance that we can like you know reach and that our stories might be relatable to them and what we are going to discuss today might be relatable. And the most important thing is to put out the real definition of depression. Just to add on to what Martha said, she was like, she wants to learn herself more and know when she's depressed, when she's moody and how to separate the two. So it's just to let people know, like, to give proper information, to spread like, proper awareness about this topic.
1: Wow, this this is going to be fun. Okay, I I think I think I think I should start with no no I really don't know what depression is so I'm going to start with my blunt answer then Martha then Tabby because I'm I'm sure Tabby has a lot of information about this. Oh, she, she, she's like my light for this discussion.
0: Oh, so, stop um, it. <laughs>
1: So uh, I I think depression is like how how can I say it? It's I feel like it's being stressed, unhappy about something you cannot change. Or maybe something you can change. It's it's not being comfortable in a certain situation and you really want to change it so bad but you feel like it's taking control over your life. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think it's just a blunt definition. I, so, I, I think that's my definition for depression. Okay. So, okay. Martha, what do you think depression is? What do you think
2: depression is? Huh. We yeah. To that out for like a few months now. But, um, <laughs> I think With the definition that you've tried to explain to us, I think depression, to some extent, like there's something you can actually do about it. I mean, there's like severe, severe depression, like this kind of feeling of uh, dejection, which is like a low spirit, a low mood, loss of appetite, or loss of interest or pleasure in anything. But, uh, I don't know i that's what I think depression is because you really end up in a very low place and you find it so hard to come out and honestly it can get hard to come out of but uh like most people say there are remedies of depression, mm-hmm. and that's like uh for example, eating healthy or Challenging your negative thoughts, I won't lie, I haven't done everything, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think I have tried to challenge my negative thoughts, and it's really, really been tough. And uh, yeah, I that's what I think it is a whole bunch of things.
1: At least I'm happy you've tried. Oh, <laughs> uh, and
2: well, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> <really have>
0: Baby steps,
1: but definitely. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, so tabby. Okay, so basically, first things first. Depression is a mood disorder, definitely. Mm -hmm. And one thing that people don't realize is that it affects us emotionally and physically. It affects how you behave and how you think, how you feel about yourself and how you feel about different things. Mm -hmm. It causes incredible sadness. It causes incredible, like... Like, just to add into what you guys have said, loss of interest and everything like that. One thing that people also, like, don't really know about depression is that there are different types of depression, you know? The people who get depressed to a point where it's clinical, you know, where they need to be administered drugs to and everything like that. So, yeah, depressed. Like, and people forget that it is a mood disorder because i hear people all the time throwing that word around saying i am depressed i am depressed and the first thing i ask someone who says they're depressed is what is depression if you can give me the full-on definition about depression then i will understand that you know exactly what you're going through
1: but but do you think a depressed person can even know that they're depressed
0: yeah yeah definitely
2: kind of yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just you, i'm just asking I, I i don't know if i don't know like i feel like you can't be you can be depressed and not know that you're depressed
0: okay let me give you a scenario mm-hmm. martha let's mm-hmm. say you were the bubbliest person on like this planet right mm-hmm. and something happens in your life or you just fall into depression There are various things that can cause depression. A lot of things. Mm -hmm. Um, Scientifically, depression is called MDD. There's various things that can cause depression. Right. So, if things in your life start to change, and you're losing interest in things that you love, you're losing yourself. Yes, it's very hard to detect it, but there's always I've always heard people say, "Oh." I have been I was so depressed to a point where I didn't know who I was and who I like or where I belonged anymore. I'm not saying you can a hundred percent know that you're depressed, but if you're someone who pays attention to yourself as a person, that's why it's very important for us to introspect That's why it's very important for us to sit alone with our thoughts and to like think about things and like reflect internalize. So if you're someone who internalizes it and if you're someone who like pays attention to your mental well-being, it will be very easy for you to detect that, wait, something is wrong and try to get to the bottom of that situation. So that's why I'm saying most people don't know because they don't know what depression really is. They don't know the signs and symptoms of depression. That's why people it's very hard for people to self-diagnose and for people to know that they're depressed. And normally when that happens, it's always too late. You find people have committed suicide. You find people have done all sorts of things to try and deal with those things.
2: It's
1: real. Uh, Tabi, have you ever been
0: depressed? Um, I would say yes. Definitely, I have been depressed at more than one stage in my life.
1: Okay. And how did you deal with that?
0: One, I have a very great support system and that's my family. I have a very open relationship with my mom, especially my mom. So it was so easy for me to talk about different things with my mom and different things with like my like my family, like just like my family and my friends. It was so easy to open up because I'm naturally a very open person. So me talking about it and me seeking professional help as well on top of that is how I can say I overcame it to a certain extent. There is Certain people, there were definitely certain people in my life that when I told them I'm not okay, I'm going through ABCD, they never understood. Because <clears throat> coming from an African household, I think all of y'all can relate that yeah. it's very hard to tell your very African parent that, hey, look, I'm going through ABCD and I think I'm depressed. I remember I told my dad I was depressed, and my dad laughed and was like, Ah, do you even know what depression is? And I was like, wow, well, you know, not that he didn't want to understand me, not that he didn't care. It's just he thought I didn't know what I was going through.
1: Wow. Yeah. How, 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 how did you... All right, let me... Let me uh, basically, all the answers are right there. Martha, yeah, have you ever been depressed? Kind sorry
2: do you have did you have any other kind of mechanisms to deal with your depression christine
0: um death okay with the type of mechanisms i used i i think that's why you can tell that i'm doing psychology Mm -hmm. but it's because i definitely believe in mental health because as an individual, it's helped me as well in so many ways. So my first, my first instinct was, oh, talk to my parents, see how that goes, and see how they take it, and see how they can help me. Talk to my closest friends, see what I can do about that. And then I joined a society in school. I think Christmas can remember this. Um, there were like so many clubs in school, and there were some of them that would help me because we were in, what was it called? Gifted Tongues, Christmas. Were you with us in that club?
1: I know of the club, but I was, I don't think I was in that club. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but like,
0: yeah, I joined um, this club called Gifted Tongues and it was basically, it was supposed to be about poetry, but it turned into something else. And I used to write. Whenever I'm sad, whenever I feel like I'm in a pit, whenever I feel like things are not going okay with me, I would write and I put them on paper. And I was encouraged to do that. And, and this wasn't even my professional. These are just my friends and like the patron of the club. So that was it. And then when I felt like things were getting heavier for me to carry on my own, and I didn't feel like I was getting the right answers that I was seeking from my friends and my family, I spoke to my dad and I was like, um, "I need to see um, a psychologist, like as soon as possible." And no questions asked, he booked me the appointment. And that's like definitely that helped me in ways that I can't describe.
1: Wow, um, I'm i I'm, I'm starting I'm to really learn sorry something. I
2: went through, but I feel
0: better now. I'm I'm good now, sis. So don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> You see, I'm starting to learn something new every time. I think I'll speak about this like towards the end, but okay. there, there's there's like a lot of new stuff just learning this first 10-15 minutes. So, yeah. Martha, have you ever? <laughs> Like Why singer. did your voice
0: change like that?
1: <laughs> it's like asking a fish if you if it can swim. But I haven't oh, been depressed.
0: Are you kidding I'm worried oh now. God.
1: I'm really no, worried I, I'm, for what's I'm, coming. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to be realistic because I, I speak to you like I've spent a lot of time with you and at least I've I know some stories. So Is that the that's only why... thing you know
2: about me? Like
1: That's not the only <laughs> so thing depressed. I know about you. This this is the topic of discussion today.
2: Oh, my Jesus.
0: Like, whoa. <laughs> oh, Hot seat moment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm just okay. speaking about this because it's a topic. But yeah. anyways, have you ever yeah. been depressed?
2: Uh, yes, I have. Or I haven't. I can't really tell, you see, so my goal is that by the end of this session, I will hopefully know if I have been depressed. Um, Yes, I have been depressed, uh, I think. I went through um, a very, very hard time. Like, I mean, at first, I didn't really um, acknowledge my feelings and I put them aside um like like Kristen said our african society oh my god you guys we need to woo, we need to develop okay so um i think that if you're not taught or told anything about depression if you're not even educated on the topic you will never know really if you are depressed so during that time, um, I know that I was really down. I would shut my curtains all day. I would eat, but mostly snacks. I'll turn on the TV and then sleep in the middle of the movie and then wake up again and the same routine over and over and over again. So uh, yeah, so when that happened, I didn't really... I didn't really know at first i thought i was being like moody and uh, you know i was trying to check the date and i was like oh no i just finished i uh, don't i don't think, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the right. case but um i was like that for like a while and uh in that process i pushed a lot of people away i wasn't talking to anyone like in school i mean i'll talk to my family you know i was Completely normal, I was very okay with my family because I didn't want them to get worried or anything. And uh, yeah, so how did I, I? I didn't really know, so I went and talked to someone about it and they told me that those are signs and symptoms of depression. And I'm like, no, you're really being extra exaggerating. And she's like, no, mm-hmm. um, I've gone through something like that as well, and I'm telling you what I know. And you can talk to me, you can write down, you know, how you feel, just like Kristen was saying. And yeah, I absorb my feelings in writing. And uh, yeah, because I personally don't really express myself to through uh, speaking. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, with Owen, like, like if we're talking, you know, um, i will tell you something minor but to go like into depth it's like really really hard for me even writing itself it kind of gets hard because i'm like i write the first three lines and before you know it i'm finding it hard to continue so yeah I, I don't know if that's depression. <laughs> we have our psychologist in the building to <laughs> define what it is. Should so, I give
0: you a diagnosis? Yeah. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, I guess at the end of the session, I guess I will know. So, yeah, I have been mm-hmm. the best.
1: Well, that's uh, it's, oh. At least you, you at least found a solution through it. You know, it, it gets yeah. disturbing. I, I speak to many friends and I don't know if I should call it depression, but let me give um, an example. Uh, the, the reason I call Martha here is because she never speaks how she feels. If she's going through something really mm-hmm. bad, she's just going to going, say going. the first sentence. Oh. And then, and then you have one of to those. Go, <laughs> yeah, and then you have to spend the next two hours be like, please. Hey, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, I was exaggerating, but uh, I'm just saying that no, I'm, I'm have, just saying that. Have I um, really
2: ever thought of being suicidal? I don't think I have. No, no,
1: no, no, you haven't, but I uh, know I was just I have, exaggerating.
2: You don't, know. you don't know, right?
0: You don't know, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Anyway,
1: there I was just yeah. exaggerating, but um, I, I was just trying to say that it takes so long to get like, to understand if someone is actually feeling sad or I'm happy. Yeah, like yesterday I was speaking to a certain friend and they, they, they lost their dad and yeah. I didn't know they, they were so strong, but then they just told me I'm sad and I was like, what's wrong? Did you eat? Did you... And then after like after, then after like one hour, I was like, everything, you know, something doesn't go right and you understand. And then she had to tell me that man, I lost my dad. And then that means for the past one hour, I was speaking about something so different. How is life? Did you eat? And right now, yeah, and then right now I start remembering, I start imagining. I start trying to make her feel good, you understand, which is not that yeah. easy, Yeah. so I feel like it's, it's really hard for someone, okay, it's really, okay, it's hard for me to know how someone feels, like, given how Christine has said it and how Martha has said it, it's somehow difficult, you understand? Mm. I personally, I don't think I've ever been depressed, but I've felt like committing suicide once because I I think I was just being stubborn. I went to, I I was in form two and I love this technology stuff a lot. So my dad got gadgets from somewhere and I sneaked them into school. So I was expelled And then when I came back home, my dad really hit me. And the first thing that came to my mind was like, you know what? If you just die and you leave this guy in his home, everything will be fine. (laughs) So according to me, that's like the worst thing that has happened to me. So I don't think it was depression. I think it was just stubbornness.
0: Or like the results of an action.
1: Yeah. So... So, um, Martha, have you ever had, like, a depressed friend? Like, someone going through depression? Um, yes, I
2: have. I have. Um, I discovered it too late, though. But, um, yes, I have had a depressed friend. And she's way better now. I've actually known a couple of depressed people. I think I've met like two, if I can remember, in my entire life, and uh, it didn't. It wasn't nice, you know. Um, I mean, at least we're now here talking about it, and we're trying to find ways in not drowning so deep. But um, I've met a couple of people who have been very physical depression
0: wise yeah. and it's really ugly. So yeah. Um on that note, yeah. Yeah. I remember I was so young in terms of understanding when I had a friend who was like so depressed to a point where they were hurting themselves and I remember when I was younger, I would say that, and I think this was like when I was in like S2, S3. I would say that that whole depression thing, there was a point where depression was swag. And being depressed, being emo was swag and cutting yourself was the in thing. Because when I sat down with some of my friends who claimed that they were depressed, I realized the common trait. Most of them don't even know what they're depressed about. Most of them don't even know what depression means. Most of them don't even know why they're doing the things they're doing. So I sat down and I remember I... There was a point, this is very embarrassing to admit, but when I was younger, guys, you do a lot of stupid things as, as we're young, but... um. I was mad at someone and a lot had been happening and I did think I was like, ah, you know what, if I just, if I kicked the bucket right now, what would happen, you know? So I was messing around and I lied to my friend at the time. She was a very good friend of mine. I will not mention her name, but I lied to her and I told her that I took pills from the nurse's office and that I was, I drank pills and she was like, what? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I drank pills and she was like, you're joking. And she got so freaked out and so scared about it to a point where she started crying. And I was like, whoa, what is this? You know, why is she reacting like this? And then a few months later, I found out that she was very depressed. A lot was going on at home. A lot was going on in school. And I was joking about something like that though she didn't know that it was a joke and after I found out that what she was going through I was so embarrassed and I felt so ashamed and I felt so horrible about myself I couldn't even tell her that yo look that was a joke but eventually as we grow up recently I spoke to her and I was like bro do you know when this happened she was like we just laughed about it now but it's because she's okay now and then During that period, I found out that she was cutting herself and she was doing self-harm and all those things. And I tried my best as a friend to talk to her and calm her down and try to suffocate her as much as possible. That way, her thoughts are not lingered around what's going wrong and what's not aligning in her life. But... To this day, when I think about it and I think about her situation, I get goosebumps because thinking of what she had to endure, thinking about the things she had seen and thinking of the fact that this is just a 14-year-old, 13-year-old girl, it was really tough because that is the age where we should be filled with so much innocence and just living our lives. But all the things that come with depression are all things of our society today and the things that are happening around us today so yeah that was just I didn't deal with it the best way I could have wanted to because I was so young and I didn't know what to do but after her I promised myself that if I ever come in contact with someone who is not okay who is mentally a wreck and who is like not themselves and their side all the time. I will do everything in my power to make sure that I can help that person where it's possible and where I can. So I think to a very big extent, that is one of of the many reasons why I chose to do psychology because I saw how many people in my life had been affected by that same situation, by the same reasons, and I saw how many of them had the same outcomes and I am very lucky to stand here and talk about it today and say that I'm very proud that I don't have a friend that is that I've lost due to depression. I don't have a friend that has that have taken their own life because of depression. There are other things, but then that is the worst one. And I'm so glad that I've never experienced something like that. That
1: must have been really hard. I know. Definitely. So, um, but have you ever had a depressed friend?
2: I think I just answered you a few minutes ago, and but I think you've forgotten because you don't like listening to
1: oh, me. Oh, okay. oh my God. <laughs> I listened to you.
0: Kespers, open your ears and listen.
1: I, I was listening. <laughs> oh I just goodness. asked if she had another depressed friend. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh
2: Anyways, okay, yes, yes, have you had other uh, depressed friends, <laughs> couple?
1: Anyways, I think it's like the same cycle mm-hmm. over and over again. But what did you do yeah. when you found out? Okay, well, what do you do to help your friends who are depressed? But what? what are your measures? First
2: of all, um, according to like what I've experienced, like as an onlooker, um. I think that question it's like really, really hard to tackle because first of all this person that you want to try and be open with and help has to be open enough to like you know, tell you and you know, find a way around it. Because you don't just jump into someone's like, yo, I'm going to help you with your depression, yo just stop slitting your hand, yo stop doing this. Exactly. So um it's it's hard but uh, I don't know. Hopefully if you find a way to circle around so you can help the person, you know, find other yeah. people, people, that you think that can yeah.
1: yeah that's, that's true. Um,
0: I I realize another thing is also just trust. In order to get someone to even open up to you about something. I remember in high school like I had so many like friends from different classes and different age groups and I think Christmas can testify to this but it was very hard for me as a person because you end up having to deal with so many problems from different people and you have to try and help everyone as best as you see fit but it's also about trust you know I like there were people that would come to me and talk to me about certain things and I'm like I am the last person that I would ever expect this person to come and talk about this with, but people do it because as long as they see trust, it becomes like a safety net. And as th- that's what will help someone, you know, come clean and open up. And that's the only way we can help people when they're going through these things.
1: Yeah, that's... Mm. So, first, I'm so sorry for having me questions uh tabby how would you deal like with these many like okay you know i I just found out that you had a situation in in high school whereby you are going through some something like depression like as you had explained then plus these many people from um, many different classes and different age groups how would you handle all this Wouldn't wouldn't it like put you down even more
0: Honestly, it was very overwhelming having to like try and help so many different people. It was very overwhelming. But I feel like to a certain point, it gave me a great satisfaction to help people because I was like, you know what, even if I am not feeling okay right now, as long as I can make someone else feel good, as long as I can help someone else, that's okay. That's enough. So it was all about putting other people above myself for that particular situation. And yes, there were times when I felt like, you know what? I am super overwhelmed, but trust me that day, someone will come around and someone will ask me, Oh, tabby, this is happening. How can you help me? This one is fighting. This is like, there was always a problem but my main thing was as long as i can help someone else even if it's not me as long as at the end of this day someone else is going to feel okay and someone else is going to be okay even if it's not me there was just that sense of gratitude and there was a sense of satisfaction that okay at least i helped someone even though i am not okay
1: okay that's that's nice i feel like if it was me i would uh I don't know. I'm too weak, like. So I think it would have like pulled me down. Maybe I would have become yeah. worse. But I guess we deal with issues different. differently, and I'm I'm proud that you could be of help even to your friends. That's really nice. Thank you. Have That's you? History.
2: It's really a Sorry. process for everyone. Yeah, a different yeah. process. Different timing. Yeah. 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 That's that's a sad part. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Tabby has never lost a friend due to depression. Martha, have you ever lost a friend?
2: Mm, I don't think so. No, no, I haven't.
1: Okay, I let know. me let me no 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 I haven't. <laughs> okay, let me put a scenario. Imagine you lose friends due to depression. You think that can like haunt you? Huh. You think you'd maybe have done something about it?
2: Like I think I said earlier, um, um, it depends on. Of course, you'd feel bad because you lost your friend, and you know, you probably knew something like, okay, he's still depressed, but you didn't really know what was going on. You don't know why he or she was depressed. But, um, I feel like, as Christine said, trust, and like I said, opening up. Uh, you know, the way you feel if you lost a friend who's, like, really, really close to you, like, let's say your best friend, and, I mean, they, they committed suicide due to their depression, and i'm not like really really close to your friend maybe like as a high friend or something the pain you'd feel and the pain i would feel would be like really different so i don't know like it's it depends on the closeness that you had with this person definitely but at the end of it all of course you'd you'd feel bad
0: i i can say that i have If that's the question, if it's a yes or no question, I I haven't lost someone to it, but I have heard, like, my friends coming and being like, oh, guys, by the way, I was going through this and this and almost committed suicide. And I'm like, what? So I didn't know that you had been going through all of that. So the question of would I feel bad? I would feel bad that yes, I've lost my friend, but in terms of blaming myself that in like a way of, Oh, I could have done something I could have done more. I can't do that because I didn't like, if I didn't, if I genuinely didn't know what was going on with you at the time, I can't hold myself responsible because I'll never move on. And that will be something that will eat me up. And that, that's even worse than your death haunting me. It's more of guilt and I can't be guilty over something that I had no control over. Because if it happened and I didn't know, and I genuinely didn't know that she were depressed, then that's just a very sad scenario. And that's something I, I like, had no control over. So there was way I would have known. So that's very complicated.
1: Yeah. Okay. I think I would feel sad, but just as Tabby said, I wouldn't feel so... I didn't feel, like, really guilty mm. because, yeah, I really didn't know what was going on. Yeah. You didn't tell me anything. Maybe I would have done something if I had no. Yeah. Maybe I would feel guilty if I had, like, a clue about...
0: Exactly, and you didn't do anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then, now, this is one of the hardest questions. Um, mm. What do you have to tell to people who resort to drugs? because of depression you know our age is like people just do anything because they are i don't know what what, let me start with tabby (laughs) Tabby, what what advice do you have for that person who's taking drugs and the reason is depression
0: so basically for anyone out there i'm gonna say this like i'm addressing them directly because there is i'm so sure that there's someone So anyone out there who's resulting to drugs because of depression, I need them to remember, I need you to remember that drugs are temporary. They're very temporary. You'll use the drugs now, you'll feel good for that moment and it will feel like all the things that you're worried about, all the things that you're depressed about, in that moment they'll be gone but tomorrow when you wake up and you're sober and you're back to your right mindset it's just going to be a flood of emotions coming back and that will tenfold how sad you feel and that will tenfold your emotions so it's never a good it's never a good solution to turn to drugs for support i mean that's why there's like medical help that's why and it's not even only drugs i've seen people who go through the most and they use alcohol and they use there's so many things antidepressants and all these things but unless they're prescribed by like a health like professional if you're using drugs and all these other things to help you (laughs) the one thing that i can say that i will emphasize on is that drugs are very temporary they are incredibly like temporary. Tomorrow, what happens? You know, what happens when you have to deal with your emotions on your own? It's going to be very hard for you to do that. So, I will just be like the best advice I can say I can give is seek professional help, seek help from the people in your community, seek help from start small, seek help from the people in your family. I know it's hard because we come from strong African backgrounds, but for people who don't, who come from more open-minded backgrounds and open-minded homes, talk to your family. If you have a sister or brother, talk to them, like speak up and be heard demand to be heard because the same way, Like I look at pain as something incredibly strong And pain demands to be felt So the same way you need to demand to be heard And talk to your family Even if it's something that you need to say over and over and over Don't give up Don't result in something else Because that's not the solution It is a solution but temporarily And for you to get like overall healing For you to get overall mental like peace you're going to have to deal and address the situation. You're gonna to have to address whatever you're going through. And it's hard to talk about certain things, but we all need that like that one person to trust. Or like write your emotions down. Do something. Keep yourself active and see how that works instead. But the one thing that I will forever emphasize and is that drugs are temporary and they wear off. And then you will have to face reality at one point or another, so it's better to face reality at the beginning than at the
1: end. Hey, thank hey, you, Kristen. thank you, Tabi.
2: You're welcome. Christmas. Um. What do you have for us? <laughs> the whole
1: smile. <laughs> you're, you're sharp. <laughs> okay, I, I personally, okay, just like Tabi said, I I really don't I. I I don't see the need for someone to use uh, drugs and the reason being depression uh, f- first of all if you make it a habit to use drugs due to depression just as Tabi said in the end when you're sober and you're back to your right mind everything is going to fall back okay. you understand so like once you wake up, once you open your eyes, everything, reality will kick in, you understand? So, that, that's not the right prescription for depression, mm. so that, that's, that, that's my say. I think there's like better staffs, uh, seek uh, medical assistance, and, yeah.
2: And to people who can't seek medical assistance? Speak people to a friend. Cord, people who don't have friends they can trust. <laughs> what do you do for those kinds of people?
1: Speak to a parent, speak to a relative. You know you know, sometimes it gets if, sometimes if, it gets really hard.
2: What if your father is a rapist? What if your mother is like some I don't know, cuckoo kind of person? What what do you do? That's
0: what I said. Like you can try to seek help in other things. And like I don't know if many African societies don't have this but in where I grew up from South Africa has like a child care service line and if you are in a situation where you can't contact your parents because they are the ones causing the harm you can always like there will there's always like that safe space that they've created for for children for people in general so I don't know just try to reach out to your community there must be at least one person
1: i think you have to emphasize your point to someone if if your parents are really the bad kind of people then get even that friend you don't trust and emphasize like because you need to get out of this you understand it's it's really because you can't be someone with bad parents and you have no friends and you can't be negative in all aspects of life. There is at least one positive person in your life definitely yes yeah, so okay, that, that's that my cuts.
2: i I don't think that's a guarantee guys It's um,
0: not a guarantee, but that's why I said we I need to try, like... and this is not something that will end like overnight. People also yeah because yeah. in order to get better, you need to put in effort and work as well
1: i think I think this is where authority comes in. This is a time you walk to police. this is a time you go to yeah, maybe someone. Off.
0: I feel like there's always a choice. There's always an option, you know like suicide should be like very like there's so many solutions before it. And most people try tend to like go for it and tend to go for drugs and tend to go for those because they're so easy. it's very it's in your reach. But in order to get mental healing, you need to put in the work yourself. You will not always be heard. You will not always get the help you yeah. need, but you need to keep pushing. Because also for you as a person, you need to like, you need to have resilience. You need to keep pushing, you need to be persistent because in your back of your mind, you need to know that, yo, I am trying to get healed. I am trying to put myself in the like right space. So I am gonna keep fighting. I'm gonna keep going until I get what I need.
1: Yeah, that's... I think that's... That's good. Mata, what do you have to say about this? What what would someone do?
2: I don't know. I feel like depression is... Complex. It's a war. Depression is really a war. And like Kristen said, it's not something that... You know, you get over like... Just like that, overnight or in a day. But um, I feel like okay, it's quite understandable where we're all coming from. It is understandable because we've had certain privileges, right? We've mm. gone to school. We've we've seen people who are depressed, you know, and etc. So uh, I feel like we should. Think more, or look more outside the box, because, uh for example, if you're, like, if you're a baby, hmm, you're just new to this world, and let's say your parents are drug dealers or drug lords, mm-hmm. and you know you grew up in that kind of community or society, how would you help such a person? Yes, you talk to them, and at the end of the day, it's their will. But it's, it's more complex. I just want people out there, our subscribers and listeners, to know that it's more complex. And There's that nothing. when you help yourself, you're, you're able to help someone else. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. not easy. It's not easy to come out of. It's very... De- it's a devastating kind of... Like... It's really horrible. It's a very hard experience. And yeah. that... Um, people say that you're not alone in this and and i agree because there's so many people who go through it and you know we can all come together yeah. and find solutions but you know you're alone you know yeah. in your mind at the time when you're depressed you are alone you know the solutions of talking to someone and i don't know seeking medical assistance come after you've actually thought and told yourself oh, okay so i need help mm-hmm. but in that moment you're alone and to our listeners um, that moment is completely completely understandable that's your right you go through your process yeah but at the end of the day there's always a light at the end of the tunnel and I think we should reach out you know? yeah definitely and, um, you know every day, every day is a step so yeah we we can all get through this um i don't know if like i said at the beginning of the conversation um, i don't know if i have been depressed but i think i told you a small story um right now from the time that i felt really low-spirited um i feel the effect like a part of me has changed like I don't think I was the same person I was before, like you know, mm-hmm. months ago. I mean, of course we change every day. Yeah. But um, I feel really different, and a part of me isn't sure what to feel about it. But then the other side of me is like, oh yeah, this is great, this is cool, you know you won't let people like step all over you or something like that now you know what to do you've built this wall and it's so high but um I feel like this is something that we live with and some people might live with for a really long time but um yeah basically you just reach out to whatever you whatever is available to you yeah. you know and it's it's hard like I said uh, depression is war because for someone in a rural area does not have certain privileges that yeah. we may be able to access exactly. I know like, I, like I told you guys what if both my parents are rapists uh, mental you know and what if my relatives are so horrible to me? What if I mean we do have corrupt police, our authority, our governments, I mean, really. There's you know it's, it's a struggle. <laughs> oh my god. Like yeah. I'd like say nowadays it's a personal struggle. Yeah. And that's honestly true. Um, but um yeah, uh I think the object of will is is good yeah and when you're able when your intellect is able to tell the difference between what's good and bad for you at the end of the day your will to do something is what's going to get you out of a certain situation and that's like, but if we're talking about depression then it's a completely different day you have to pull yeah, yeah It's hard. I personally... Like Christine said, you have to pull yourself out of it. you know, try. Try,
0: exactly. Like, I feel like people shouldn't give up, you know. Um, And it's just a few words of encouragement. Like, don't give up on yourself. I've heard people, like, say all sorts of things. But the one thing that always stands out for me is don't give up. Yes, like, things will be so horrible. But one thing I learned over time is that... There's pros and cons to everything, you know. There's so many, there's, there's even cons to pulling yourself out of a situation because sometimes it's hard, you know. But sometimes you need to draw a pros and cons table. And if the pros outweigh the cons, then I suggest strongly go for the pros, you know. Go for the things that will make a difference because... All I want in my life is to make a difference and to make a difference for other people, for myself, for my generations to come. And one thing I realized is when you're going through certain things, reaching out, once you've been, once you've gotten help, once you've like, gotten past what was hurting you, once you've gotten past that situation in 10 20 30 years time you might find a little girl with the exact same experience that you're having and when you tell her about your story and when you speak up about your story and tell her hey i went through this and i went through that and this is how i survived it that is a story that will stay with that child and when they are done going through what they've gone through 20 years from then they'll probably have someone else coming to them with something similar so it's all a cycle we get into situations that are bad we get into situations that are painful and then we if if and when we get out of them there's always a thousand people that you can reach with your story you know you can go into a crowd and talk and there might be 20 million people in that stadium but even if it's just one person who gets what you're saying even if it's just one person who relates and one person whose life will be changed with what you're saying then for me it's totally worth it so depression is very hard it's a very hard topic it's a very sensitive topic because everyone is different there are no two people that are the same so that means no two people's depression and no two people's hurt is the same that that's what makes it even more complex like Martha kept saying that it's such a complex situation and our listeners need to know that there's no one way of dealing with depression. There's no one size fits all, you know? There's no, oh, you do this because it worked for me and I'm sure it will work for you. No, because we're all going through different things and we're all in different stages of our lives and we're all going through different prospects of how we think things things should be and how we think things should go. So, it's all about how we want to perceive things as well and how we accept things and how we are because character is a very strong. It's a very strong point against depression as well. And I was reading a few articles a while back about just like depression and like what people think about it and how, like if you have a bad temperament as a person, then it's going to be very hard for you to, get out of a depressing situation, but there are people with good temperament. There are people who are always happy and that they're so optimistic in life and it will be easier for them. That's why it's very different for each person you meet. Their story is different and their story like matters. Like people need to know our listeners need to know that your story matters, no matter how sometimes people may think that their stories are small, they're minimalistic compared to what's out there, but people need to know that they matter And their stories matter, and what they are going to put out into the world matters as well.
1: Right. True. Thank you very much, Tabi. Thank you very much, um, Martha, for being part of this discussion. So, um, everyone.
2: Even one hour, fam. You went there
1: already. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I'm not. Um, so. I just want to encourage everyone out there who's suffering with depression um, should find means of... It's really hard, as you've had. It's really hard to find someone to confide in. It's even hard to find out that you're going through certain stages in life. Mm -hmm. So um, do not get stuck in... One place. Please keep moving. Um, Baby work so hard. Mental, yeah. Mental health is priority. You guys should love yourselves. And so we are coming to the play to the time of um, voting for the MVP.
0: <laughs> what is an so, MVP?
1: are the most valuable person of the show. So <laughs> okay. have to you leave the, the show most knowing. Who...
2: Of the show, Owen. <laughs>
1: no, no. You have to vote. Uh, according to me I think uh Tabby is the most valuable person of the show. Okay, maybe because she true. had a lot of information. That's but that's
2: very true. Things things I... that we never knew. Yeah the and world then world according
1: <laughs> And then, according to Martha, uh, I think Martha really um, made me think outside the box because I had so many options of a depressed person uh, where they should go. Then she has spoken about um, having bad parents, something um, completely having different. A yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely. So I think something
2: you have no control over. Like, but I think that's the kind of situation. Yeah because yes. i mean it, it's sad because these are the people that you should run to and yes. uh, ex- feel free to express yourself you know like okay people some people say if your mother doesn't love you then who will i don't know if that's true but <laughs> many people say it and um i think at the end of the day like Kristen said uh we should all speak up you know we have our voices and we should use it and um get you know find a remedy find find solutions to make us happy to find a different you know just basically change ourselves change our communities change those around us because what you do does not only affect you but those around you as well
0: yeah definitely yeah
1: that's true
2: yeah I mean, I could die today, and you become depressed. Or when would you become depressed?
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't know depression. I'm, I'm too happy. Aww. I don't know where well, depression can find me.
0: And I hope it stays that so way. And, you.
1: Yeah, I pray so too. Yeah,
2: definitely. So will you, will you cry at my, my bar? Oh gosh. <laughs> Why
1: are will you, you bringing up somebody?
2: But guys, but, yeah, yeah to definitely. Be honest, one day we're all going to leave this world, we right? Will.
1: Yeah. But we'll cross really?
2: that bridge when we find? get there. Not so. No, no,
1: no. Yes. Yes.
0: We uh-uh. need to.
2: I don't. No. Think okay,
1: okay, I don't Martha, think. don't make me sad.
0: <laughs> Martha, you're depressing us now.
2: Are you serious? <laughs> really? Yes. Guys, we shouldn't forget that there's death out there. Oh my god, listeners, let me tell you. We're all young or
1: old
2: and live your life. You I know. can't
1: believe you, oh, Martha. Wow. <laughs>
2: oh, but I'm being honest. Honestly, I am being honest. I never this expected it. <laughs> This is, this is what this is what life is I,
1: i'm no, I'm not trimming this out oh gosh <laughs> Live your
2: life.
1: everyone must everyone must Live they
2: must know they what happened behind the yeah. scenes
1: <laughs> yeah
0: anyway
2: i don't know if it was owen but a few weeks ago someone told me that once you die <laughs>
1: I'm probably
2: just going to eat and drink to you I <laughs> like, really? Is that the only thing you're going to do? Like, are you going to I cry? Try. And the person was like, cry for what? Wow. <laughs> oh my I god. I but can't
1: also, believe like, to you. It was a
2: joke.
1: Okay, now <laughs> I'm being the good friend. I'm laughing at your joke. Anyways, Tabby, who's the most valuable person of the show? Like... <laughs> according to
0: you honestly i know y'all are gonna hate me for saying this but i feel like all of us because i've especially like you guys have taught me things i've learned i walk away from this podcast with so much new intel and so much more than what i came in with so i would say definitely everyone
1: all right You're doing something we used to do in primary. (laughs)
2: Everyone gets a sweet. eh? We
1: used to go, yeah. Like used to go for a competition, and then they're like someone wins, and then the head teacher is like, "There cannot be a winner without a loser." So all of you are valuable.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
2: (laughs) Wow, you guys really had very good school. (laughs) what oh my god did i tell oh my god this was depressing for me yeah it was really horrible there was a time oh my god i was in kindergarten and like i was trying on my ballet outfit and it didn't fit and i was so excited (laughs) i was huge i was so excited because i was going to dance with the girls like you know cinderella in the cartoon but then the end of the day, I ended up dancing with the boys. It, it was horrible, you guys. Oh, my God. It that, was sad. That, like, I actually I can
1: I can imagine the age and, like, the hype you can have for the event.
2: And you don't everything. even know. <laughs> hey. I was so excited. I thought I was going to be the Cinderella of the show. Oh. Things
1: backfired.
2: Being one of Snow White's dwarfs. But anyway, yeah. Here
1: I am. Or being the beast in beauty and the beast. (laughs) I'm kidding.
2: (laughs) Okay, well in the movie he did look quite handsome,
1: so I have I have a problem. So um um so Tabi, we set goals at like the start of the podcast, the start of this episode. And did you meet your goals?
2: Tabby. Hello?
1: Oh. She's off. I think... So, Martha, did you meet your goals? Did you like... The goals you set, have you achieved them?
2: I've learned something. One of the goals, yeah. I've learned something. But um, I think my biggest goal would be as hard as it is, would be to see that the majority of people in our community, in the world, in the country, in our region, will will be able to tackle such a situation, you know, because it's really hard, it's it's complicated, and I feel like that moment would be very victorious, like, to me, it would be a very, very victorious moment, like, if I was depressed because to come out of something like that it takes a lot of cuts and a lot of work. And remember, these are emotions. This is not something material. It's not these other, like, kind of, what is it? Yeah, hard I do. Because, yeah, it's based on your emotions. And emotions are very Very, very hard. So, yeah.
1: Okay, Kongs. Anyways, I I think also my I think I've also achieved my goals for today because uh, I set a goal for awareness. This is my first episode. Everyone can understand. First podcast, first episode. It's really hard, and I think people are going to benefit a lot. People are going through an understandable thing. So, yeah. So, um, did you achieve your goals that you set for this uh, discussion?
0: Um, definitely. I set four goals for myself at the beginning of this discussion, which were awareness yeah. um, to learn something new, and for things to be relatable right and also to express and expand more on the real definition of depression and i it's safe to say that honestly i have achieved all of these four goals i did learn something new yeah and the one that wasn't really a lot but i feel like was we all had something in form of depression or in form of being extremely sad. Life happened to us. So it was definitely relatable, everything you guys were talking about. And yeah, so definitely each and everything that I wanted to have come out of this podcast was amazing. And like I got to fulfill all my goals
1: achieved my goals. I just wanted to um, create awareness. And this being my first podcast and this is my first episode, I really wanted to tackle the issue of depression. I've seen um, so many depressed friends and I really wanted this to go out. Maybe if you're out there and you're depressed, I pray you learn something and you feel better now. Different scenarios, different people, different remedies. So I think I achieved my goal. Yeah. Uh, And don't forget to follow the greater generation. Um, Christmas is the greater generation um, on Instagram and Facebook. I'm opening up uh, a Twitter handle and yeah, you should all follow up uh, for all these episodes and links and, Different discussions. Anything else, Martha and Tabby, before I end?
0: Well, I would just like to add on that everyone, all to all our listeners, thank you for tuning in. And um, for them to remember, everyone should remember that you're extremely loved and cared about. Though you may not feel it all the time, but just remember that you're loved and that people who care about you. And yeah, and be safe guys these streets ain't safe but yeah be safe and let's try as hard as possible to help each other out and to create awareness and spread the word and yeah just basically do each one of our parts and contribute to make our societies great okay Okay. Okay, just to add on something small to what I said earlier um our listeners don't forget to catch your breath life gets hectic but and things happen around us but the most important thing is don't forget to catch your breath once in
1: a while
0: yeah, yeah. thank
1: you very much yeah. anyways thank you guys for being a part of my podcast and
2: thank you for having us thank you for having us all in
1: Maybe I'll invite you on a different other topic.
0: Nice talking to you too, Martha. It was really great. Okay.
1: Right. See you guys. Enjoy your days.
2: Bye, you too. Have a great day, guys.
1: Stay safe. Bye. Bye guys.